I killed about 10,000 Chinese and North Koreans. He'd be like, you want to hear a story? Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> There's hey. a way you can pull out a man's eyeball and show himself like a mirror. I used to do that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, your grandpa's wild, dude. That's fucking crazy, right? 100%. It's pretty wild that um, a good friend, Bert Kreischer, is actually uh, locked up right now. He's doing a little bit of time. Um, hopefully, uh, his legal matters resolve themselves. Um, he is uh, he's working hard. I know that he has the best attorneys you can hire. Um, he's also he's got a lot of health trouble, so they're they're taking mm. care of him in the uh, the I guess the medical ward of the of the jail, but. Um, Sitting in his place today, we're really happy to have uh, Duncan Trussell. The great Duncan Trussell is here, everybody. Hi. Thoughts go out to Burt. It's yeah. tough in there, man. Has you ever been arrested? Oh, I was in jail for a while. Were you in jail? Yes. Where were you in jail? Tennessee. No shit. Yeah, it was horrible, dude. How long? A couple of years. No shit. Yeah. Um, was it a rural or like a city kind of setting? It, well, the, I mean, when you're in the clink, it doesn't really it matter. It doesn't matter. You don't you kind of forget what's around you. Did you really like I don't mean this to sound but like do you kind of get white power a little more when you're locked up? Oh, uh, well, you I know you yeah, that's a very common question. Yeah. And and that's certainly an option when you're locked up, but people don't understand there's lots of other options. That's just one of the really? clubs. Yeah. What club like what did you what were you drawn Satanists. to? Satanists. Yeah, yeah, and you know there's also crossover there and you know, people get, uh, I would recommend like do some time. Yeah. And then you get a taste for what it's like. A, it's not as bad right. as people say. Lots of fun. Yeah. You make friends for life. Yeah. But, and Caliber! Like, <laughs> that's one of your boys. Yeah. 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 And, and it's not so bad. Like the, it, the part of the, I hope I don't get people in trouble here, but part of the deal when you go in there is, you're supposed to like seem like you're suffering. It's supposed to seem horrible. Yeah. It, it's a deterrent. Sure. But when you get in after like a couple of weeks, the guards like take you aside and like, hey, you yeah. know, just please don't like let people know. Yeah, that it's great here. That it's great here. So yeah. I'm probably going to get some shit for saying that. But yeah, yeah. they've got ball pits. Uh, dude, I, Danny Brown, like the first time we had, I podcasted with him, he was like, jail was one of the best times I've ever had. It, like, yeah. Yeah, he's like friends. He said the food, like people are always like jail food, but he's like, yeah, we made food. And the food we made was awesome. Oh my God, yeah. yeah. Gourmet meals every night. Yeah. Like there are three chefs locked up with us. No shit. Yeah. And they're making shit out of like towels and fucking, you know, yes. like the, the scraping things off of the, the toothbrush. And you're like, you know, we can use it as a knife, but also these can be flakes for this. You know, if this, you are cooking yeah. with human flesh, which is very difficult to cook with. Yeah. One of the chefs got locked up for some kind of cannibalism bullshit. I'm telling you, after you've cooked with human meat, you can make anything. Good. Really? Because, yeah, I didn't know this, obviously. But, yeah, apparently, like, human meat is really a difficult meat to cook. Really? Burns. I, you know, and I think it's so crazy when people make a big deal out of eating human flesh when... Uh, when there's no other options, yeah. it's like, well, what are you supposed to, like, remember when that plane crashed in the Andes? This is like, yes. I think it was like in Argentina or something. This is like 40 plus years ago. Yeah. And everyone's like, yeah, they ate the dead 
bodies and you're like, yeah, it's, yeah. there's nothing else to eat. What, what are you going to eat? What are you going to eat? I'd eat my friend. I'd eat my family. Yeah, it's the, the way they torture themselves over whether or not they should eat their friend. Yeah. But if I, I would want my friends to eat me. Right? That shit gets me hard just thinking about it, man. Like c consuming you. Yeah. Yeah. Where would you start on you? What do you think's tasty on you? Um, I'm going to go like probably love handles. Ribs. I don't know how my, I don't know, man. Like I think, I, I think my ribs are tasty, dude. You know All what I right. mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? There's I some meat, but there's also some, some fat. And it's like when you are having a steak or rib, like you want the combination of the two. It's I like think, Wagyu. Yeah, it'd be delicious. It'd be delicious. Lots of marbling. You've you been know? eating great food, healthy food. Yeah. What? Yeah, it would be. Yeah, I bet your ribs would be great. I'm yeah. just going love handles for the same reason. I like a little fat yeah. in the meat. Sure. So I think I would start with my love handles. And also because it's love handles. Yeah. So it's like, I loved you. Yeah. Go for that handle. And then your friends are like, you know, they're like, Duncan was, this is Duncan. This yeah. Is, he was awesome. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. I, I would definitely do that. They're going to grow it, you know, lab grown human meat. It that, you know, because they're already growing steaks, they're growing meat now. God, that's so wild. It's man. so wild. Meaning you could just grow human flesh and then is is that still cannibalism if it was just grown in a I don't think dish? that counts the same. I don't think so either. I think it's just a delicacy. I think you're just lucky. McDonald's. How long? How long till they start serving human, human flesh? Human flesh. Human nuggets. <laughs> what and do you take a sauce or do you just go no sauce because you want it you want the pure right? Like if you have a wagyu steak, you don't pour A1 on it. Tears. Because if you, if like, once we get to the point where we're growing human flesh, we could like theoretically also grow tear ducts and yeah. extract tears, putting that in the sauce. Human McNuggets with human tears. Jesus. Dude, I bet you would be an awesome, like, satanic leader inside. You know what I mean? Like, in jail. I would, if I met you Thank in jail, you. I would be like, yeah, what he says. Sure. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, because it's not easy. I bet. Dude, the leader, <laughs> our leader, man, it's like assassination attempts every fucking day. Yeah. Then there's this other group that's like also Satanists, but they believe different things than we did. Uh-huh. They curse him all the time. So oh, you're getting cursed constantly. Like wow. he would wake up blind. His, his, his face had lesions on it at one point. Wow. Yeah. Horrible shit, man. So, man. Yeah. It's really a rough position to get yourself into, but it's also a lot of power and a lot of fun. You make me want to go to jail. Go to jail. I mean, go to jail. Like you, it's not that hard to do in America. No. And uh, yeah, you just, once you're there. Yeah. Oh my God. That smell. I'll never forget that smell. Like human sweat and eucalyptus and bleach all together. Yeah. When I smell that now, it's like, oh, I just think of those times, man, at the pull-up bars with my bros, lifting weights, oh, throwing yeah. curses. Were you probably in the best shape of your life? I was you? fucking ripped. Yeah. Ripped. Every yeah. day, all day, just doing- Had to. Calisthenics. Yeah. The guy I had to fuck to protect me made me work out. Really? Yeah. A lot of people don't know, um, I didn't fuck a guy, but I had to let a guy- uh, perform oral sex on me yeah uh to get my first special a lot of people don't know that oh yeah yeah oh yeah the classic yeah oh my god man i yeah it's so funny i'm i guess the thing that's curious i know like people are starting to talk about the initiations and stuff sure i just assume this was sort of public 
knowledge. I, like, people are still like wowed by it. Uh, like, yeah, they're freaked out by it, which is just everyone knows this is what happened. I thought, yeah, it's like, hello, Christopher Columbus, you know, 1492. I thought everybody knew it. Yeah. I had to drink a flagon of semen mm-hmm. just to get a commercial agent. Like, not really? even to get, I didn't even book a commercial. Yeah. And I went out for maybe a hundred commercial auditions and I had to drink a, a lukewarm flagon of fucking jizz. Really? Yes. Yeah. It was horrible. I had a different like commercial uh, initiation. I was like, I was like strung, you know, like, but upside down. Yeah. And it was a, it was a red room. They were always in a red room. Red room. A uh, ton of candles. Right. And yep. then they, they just kept, you, you felt it getting warm. You're like, is there, is the heat on? And they're like, no, it's, there's a fire below you. And you're like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. And then in the morning, you're just like, you're like so much sweat pouring off. You, you're naked. Right. And then these men come in the room and they basically, they touch you. They don't like, for me, it wasn't like, yeah. it wasn't like that much of a, I guess you could say it was sensual. It was more than sexual. Yeah. Um, but when I left the room, I had an agent. You know what I mean? That was pretty. And I, and I got a Sony commercial. I think this is why you're doing theaters. Yeah. You know, because I just drank a flag and a cum. And yeah. like, you know, I'm, I love that I'm doing clubs and stuff. But yeah. I feel like if, I, if I've been invited into the Red Room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Red Rooms are like, they're notorious. But like, I'm surprised that people who, they, they say they're like really into Hollywood and entertainment, that this is news to them. I'm like, I thought this was all everybody... Right. knew about this well, stuff. Well, it's in plain sight. Yeah. I mean, they put all the symbols in the trailers. It's predictive programming. This is, it's obvious. It's right there. I, I mean, the kingdom of Lucifer, Los Angeles. Los Angeles, yeah. Did I'm you? Going, I'm going, so I just got offered uh, a movie role. What'd you do? Well, that's the thing. They go, <laughs> do you want to do it? And I'm like, I think so. Yeah. Uh, and then they go, all right, well, do you have to come to L.A.? So they're like, you know, the whole. That's big. The process is going to begin once I go. And I, they said, give, you know, 72 hours, like the standard kind of time. Yeah. Um, but I think it's going to be, it's going to be a little more dialed up Red Room if it's for a movie part, you know, because it's the lead in the movie. You know, when uh, every time I did Drunk History. Yeah. Great show. I'd wake up at around 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. with a Pitbull's dick in my mouth. Really? They sent it into my window it was trained it would go and just mount my face while i was sleeping <laughs> and the first time it freaked me obviously it freaked me out yeah. pitbulls are scary they're aggressive if this one was very sweet it just wants you to suck its dick and yeah. then it and then when it climaxed it w- would go back out the window that was the yeah. first time and i didn't want to, you what do you who do you even tell about that who no. do you, nobody's gonna believe you but then you're on tv dude well that's that morning i get a call and it's like hey you're gonna do drunk history wow i didn't make the connection Right. But then a year later, wake up with a dog's dick in my mouth, just thrusting. And like that time I was like, oh, okay. I know what's happening. I now. know what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Drunk history the next day. Dude, that's incredible. Yeah. It's cool. And yeah, I wish that people weren't so hard on the traditions and rituals of cultures they don't understand. Yeah. You got to open yourself up to the fact that we live on a very large planet and people have different ways of connecting with source. Yeah. And- well, you know, I was just in Asia. And guess what happens when I get back from Asia? I begin an arena tour. Well, I didn't know <laughs> that the whole initiation starts 
in Asia. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it's pretty fucking intense, What man. was it? Well, it was, so it's, there's this whole thing that people think that monks live this kind of celibate, yeah. you know, quiet uh, lifestyle where they're like one with nature and they've, yeah. they've kind of released themselves from all the trappings of our life. And, and what you realize when you're with monks yeah. is that they're all just sexual deviants. You know, so I'm up in this, up in these, in the hills, you know, like kind of near Mount Fuji. Yeah. And I'm visiting these monks thinking that like, oh, we're going to be quiet and just kind of one with nature, no speaking. I mean, I was like, I was jacking guys off. Yep. I was, uh, I was eating guys' asses out. But then when I, as soon as I land here, they're like, hey, you're doing 25, 30 arenas in the spring. I'm like, this is crazy. And like. And the the monks talk shit to you. You think uh, they're going to be quiet? No, they're cruel. Yeah, they they're really cruel. All that you ever seen those videos where like they hit themselves in the genitals? Yes. That's just how they get. That's how far they are. In that, like when you're a kid, you see a girl in a bikini, yeah. and you get aroused, right? Right. And like these guys have done so much wild shit that they punch themselves in the dick. Yep. Just to get blood flowing. That's their Viagra. Yeah, that's their Viagra. Yeah, it's a natural Viagra. Yeah. And yeah, that, but you learn something. You do. You learn something. You walk away from a situation like that, a better man. Totally. And with an arena tour, you know? I mean, what, you have to ask yourself, like, isn't it worth it? Yeah. Isn't it worth it? Wouldn't you do anything for success? Anything at all? Wouldn't yeah. you? Fuck 12 bald guys? Why yeah. not? Yeah. I mean, that's... N- I'll tell you this, I'd rather fuck 12 ball guys, have a pit bull mount my face yeah. and ejaculate my mouth than work at TSA. 100%. And guess what? And all of them are like, oh, what are you, what kind of gay shit are you doing to get these parts? And you're like, all of it. I'm doing all the fucking all gay shit. All of it. Yeah. All of it. And I don't know, this whole distinction between straight and gay, it kind of goes away yeah. once you've had a flag and a cum, yeah. a dog dick in your mouth, yeah. monks banging you all night long in the Himalayas. You're just like, what am I? What am I? What, oh, what, are, what is any of us? We're just a thing, man. Don't label me. I don't know what <laughs> exactly, I am. Exactly, yeah. This episode of Two Bears, One Cave is brought to you by Sattva. And guess what? We did it. We just did it. It's the fifth or sixth time we got a new Sattva mattress this one is a lumen leaf that means it's their memory foam mattress material and it is so delicious to sleep on it is literally like taking a bite of i don't know of chocolate souffle you can get one too if you go to sattva s-a-a-t-v-a dot com slash the shit you'll get two hundred dollars off any mattress of your choice so get any of them get a traditional mattress get a lumen leaf if you like memory foam Get a Solaire, get one that vibrates, talks to you, sits you up and down, takes you to the cleaners. Get any mattress you want. You'll be happy with all of them. It's environmentally friendly material. It's customer service that you can't find anywhere else. These guys will set you up, take away your old stuff, and get you in a new one. Sattva, S-A-A-T-V-A dot com slash the shit. What is liquid death? Well, it may look like a beer or some crazy energy drink, but it is not. Liquid death is actually a healthy beverage brand that makes mountain spring water, low-sugar sodas, and low-sugar iced teas, too. Liquid Death also donates a portion of profits from every can sold to help kill past plastic pollution. I have been a Liquid Death drinker 
for a long time. And I've said this a number of times. I murder them. Because of the delivery system, I murder a liquid death. And for me, it lowers my blood pressure. Listen, that's the truth. You stay hydrated. There are so many fucking benefits to being hydrated. So many benefits. The only times I ever feel hungover is when I'm not drinking enough liquid deaths. You can get free shipping of liquid deaths, mountain water, flavored sparkling, and iced tea eight packs with Amazon Prime or grab a can or a case at your local 7-Eleven, Target, Walmart, Whole Foods, or just go on Instacart. Go to liquiddeath.com slash bears to check out all their healthy, infinitely recyclable beverages and find your closest real retailer. That's liquiddeath.com slash bears, liquiddeath.com slash bears. I also feel like people that don't do that shit, it's like, are you even experiencing life at all? Like if you're not, you know what I mean? If you're oh, not know. having sex with animals or like spending time with a, with a, like a, an ancient group of uh, men who have been obviously like these guys living at the base of Mount Fuji, they know a thing or two, you know, like yeah. you go there and you're like, introduce me to things I haven't been exposed to yet. And then, yeah, they're beating you and they're, yeah, you know, they, they kept calling me Michelle. Like, I don't know. They just picked the girl's name, but like, I liked it. That's and a good, that's actually a very sweet name. Yeah. The time I interacted with the monks, it was not overseas. These were Western oh. monks. And so the biggest, the hardest part, the everything was big. Like they have giant dicks because they can, I don't, it's the, it's chi or something. Apparently you can like actually extend yeah. the size of your phallus through uh, various practices. I'm getting a procedure. You're going to get yours extended? Can you, um, can you put that on the screen? Zolo? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's dangerous. I'm excited. I don't know, man. I'm I'm uh uh can you put his email up? Sure. Yeah, thanks. I'm excited to see this. So this just came in today. Uh can you can you read some of that for out loud? Yeah. Hey, Josh, I listened to yesterday's podcast of your mom's house and wanted to throw out an idea related to Tom's conversation about possibly getting penile fillers. See here at the 45 minute mark, I represent fallophil girth enhancement, <laughs> the fastest growing, most accessible penile girth enhancement on the market in such a steady market it's such a shady market yeah oh shady shady yeah. i thought you said steady yeah. we've been dominating the press the press the past year because of our safety and credibility our growing army of clinics has propelled the fallophil procedure toward a market monopoly yeah. we recently expanded los angeles and newport beach clinics if tom is interested we'd love to offer him a free treatment we can also offer our founder william moore to be on the show i mean yeah. i guess the first thing you have to ask william moore is can we see your dick a hundred percent yeah we can also offer interviews with happy patients and patients who've suffered from the shady procedures on the market before turning to Falafel. They have horror stories to share, which you can read about in the press below. I mean, here's the thing, man. I'm excited because the, the way that the monks do it is like, I just think it's kind of like, it's a little beyond my, it's like when you, you meet someone that went to MIT and they tell you, how they advance in their studies and you go, you know what? I need a tutor. Yes. And that's what I feel like this is. It's yes. like hiring a tutor. Yeah. You know, cause like, I'm not going to be able to do, they have hooks, you know, and they're suspended in the air yep. and you're like, and there's a bear like pulling them down. You're like, holy the stretching shit. bear. The stretching bear is like, what the fuck? Dude. So, I mean, I'm like, and they, and the stretching bear, because yeah. again, like I, 
you stand in line. Yeah. So like in front of you is like whoever, I'm just throwing out Arsenio Hall or whatever, like, you know, and you're standing in line, everyone's about to get a new deal. Yeah. And you see the stretching bear come out. Yeah. Bears are terrifying. Yep. You watch the stretch, you watch the scrotum stretch, the Mm. way they start. And when I saw it, the first time it went perfectly, it actually extended the penis the next dude, I will mention no names, yeah. ripped his balls off. But it's important to say this because a lot of people don't realize it is not because the bear pulls too hard. It's because that person isn't prepared for that pull. The it. bear knows exactly yep. how to do it. Yep. So they never, you never blame the bear no. for a tear. Never. You actually blame the person themselves right. for being you, torn. Yeah, drive all blames into oneself. And, yeah. you know, the thing is, the bear senses fear. Mm. So if you're even slightly afraid when it comes to stretch you with those claws, it's, it's going to fucking rip your balls off. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> rip them right off. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I've seen testicles thrown all over the floor. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. It, the bear slips uh, when he comes in on, so on the scrotum. So much blood. So much blood. It's just in the stench yeah. of torn scrotum in I that know. dark room. I can't wait. I can't wait for Fallow Phil. I don't know if I'm ready for just the direct injection, but I'm gonna I'm gonna explore all. Is the it options. an? In, so what that's is, what, what I don't know. What is it? What I is don't it? even know. This is literally this just came in. This just came in, so I don't know. You know, I've heard about this new treatment that I'm interested in. It keeps your penis the same size, but it shrinks you down. Mm. So instead of having to worry about getting injections into your penis, your penis will remain the same size, but you know it's relative to the size of your body. So, yeah. you know, lose like three or four feet. That's kind of cool. Suddenly you have a big dick. That's pretty cool. I know. I'm doing, cause I'm doing the hand enlargement thing uh, this summer. So they break all the bones in oh, your yeah. hands yeah. and they put these kind of spacers in there and mm-hmm. then you, you get like really big hands. Man, when I see a man with big hands, I know. it's like, I could trust you. We're going to be friends. <laughs> yeah. This guy's a boss. I know. Yeah. You see a, a man with tiny little hands. Ooh. Uh, what are, what I are hate you? these little hands. Oh, those are your yeah. tickling tentacles. Get yeah. out of here, little <laughs> little-handed little man. Your little toddler hands. <laughs> oh, baby hands. It's fucking stupid. Fucking little tiny little fleshy spiders. Wait till you see me after the summer. I'm gonna I have huge hands. I'm gonna have a fallow Phil girthy dick. God damn, man! Congratulations. Thank you. Because I feel like you know, in our society, there's all this uh, taboo against changing what you are, who you are, yeah, how you are, yeah. And, Go for it, man. I say Thank go you. for it. Like, do whatever you want. Thank you. Take your ears off. Yeah. I like I like when I see somebody who's done like all the, you know, they call it extreme things, but like they have horns coming out of their heads. <sighs> Beautiful. I love it. Beautiful. I saw somebody who did um, all black eyeballs. Beautiful. Yeah. I think it's rad. It's rad. I mean, what yeah. are you going to do? You're going to be the... The, the character, like in a video game, any good video game, you can alter your character at some yeah. point in the game because you realize this isn't who I am anymore. Like yeah. I, I designed the character to be like obese. Sure. Which I do in every game. You see how fat you can how make How fat him, you can make, yeah, And yeah. then you realize I, I don't want to be running around in this body anymore. So uh-uh. you want to shrink it down, change the gender. I can't wait. The, fa- the cool thing about if you do all black eyeballs, it is irreversible. So you live that way forever, which I think is cool because somebody yeah. looks at you and they just see dark black eyes, yeah. no color, no no expression is shown. 
Yeah, it's like the night. It's like the night. Exactly. You're staring into the night. It's a beautiful thing. I like it. I love it, man. I, yeah, I just, the only thing I worry about that, I know sometimes they go blind. Hmm. But that's also a new experience. Well, yeah. And, and it's like, when I guess that gives your nose and ears a chance to like become stronger. When I was in high school, I remember I, I was standing on the sidelines uh, during a, a, a game and one of the, the coaches... He wasn't really a coach. He was a, a player's dad who was, uh, I think he, I think he was just giving money to the program. So they let him stand on the sidelines and we're, I'm just standing there. He's like, Oh, I didn't see you there. And I go, you didn't see me here. He's like, well, you're standing, you're standing where, next to my blind eye. And I go, what are you talking about? He goes, well, this eye is, this is a glass eye. And I go, what? He goes, you didn't know that? I go, how the fuck would I know that? And he goes, yeah. And I go, what do you, that's not a glass eye. And he reaches in. And he pulls his eye out and he drops it. He's like, oh, fuck. He's like, that's like a $3,000 eye. Don't fucking, don't, oh don't move. And I God. was like, and then I'm just looking at his dead eye. And I was like, holy shit, man. Holy shit. And then we all, we got to get on the ground and like kind of, you know, rummage through the grass. And he's like, there, give me that fucking thing. I'm like, give right, me that yeah. eye. And then he popped it right back in. I'm like, you don't want to clean that thing first? <laughs> like, it just pops it right back in. And it was so well made that you, you, you didn't notice any difference Whoa. when he talked to you or when he looked at you. Do you, okay, so in the world of conspiracy theories, yeah. this is actually very creepy and I don't know what to think of it, but you know that guy, Jimmy Seville, you ever heard of him? I have heard of that He's name. somebody from the UK. He's like, I guess, kind of like the Jeffrey Epstein of the UK. But Nice. He was, <laughs> he was. Oh in, yeah, yeah, there's a documentary about yeah. this guy. Well, this guy would wear rings that had glass eyes on them. That's cool. And Epstein apparently had a wall of glass eyes and they like what? used glass eyes. Like they want like to get glass eyes that have been in people's heads. So like, you know, yeah, there it is. Oh man. Glass eyes stolen from corpse by Jimmy's see. So the thing about this guy is he was like celebrated there for being like this really kind of like philanthropic type, I yeah. think, right? And it yeah. turns out he was a major pedophile. Yes. Or as my dad would say, pedophile. He, <laughs> he said it every time. And I go, what the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with you? Somehow it makes it sound worse though. Yeah, he goes, the guy's a pedophile. I go, do you mean pedophile? And he goes, yeah. Because he he's, goes, well, why are you saying it wrong? Pedialyte. He's thinking of pedialyte and it's, but yeah, look, did you see that eye, dude? Look at that crazy eye, man. Look, that's for, that was inside someone's head. Fucking A. And he's just wearing it on TV. And dude, how dark can someone's soul really be? Like, this, look at this fucking guy. This guy. Yeah, dude. This is like, this is what evil on earth really looks like. That's is what it this. looks like. It looks like this. Yeah. 2024 is here in full swing, and that means it's time for a New Year's resolution check-in with our friends at Manscaped. Newsflash, it's never too late to level up your grooming game and keep your bush tamed. Manscaped's new Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra is every man's cheat code to look good, feel good, and turn the page on confidence this year. Whether you're going for a trim or that clean, shaven look, this trimmer has you covered, equipped with two skin-safe blade heads, a standard one for taking a little off the top, and a new foil blade to go smooth wherever your heart desires. And did we mention it's waterproof? Because a trim in the shower is the only way to start the day. Let's face it, resolutions might come and go, but a well-groomed you 
is here to stay thanks to Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BEARS at manscaped.com. Embrace a new you and definitely embrace a new trimmer, courtesy of Manscaped. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are just $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Just ask Niana that works here. I mean, she's thrilled with her Mint Mobile savings. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans for just 15 bucks a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bears. That's mintmobile.com slash B-E-A-R-S. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. And they like glass eyes. Like, now I might be wrong about the Epstein thing, but I'm pretty sure I read that in his house, there's a creepy wall of glass eyes. Let's see. Yeah. yeah. He had 150 eyeballs. So what's what's up with a and glass eyeballs. And he warned guests you're being watched at all times. Yeah, fun. Oh, great. So happy to be here. God. Can I just get my massage? Oh. <laughs> Isn't it fucked up? You can just feel your insides shift when when you hear that. It's fucking so dark, man. It's so dark. And, you know, all of it's dark, but I don't want any connective tissue between Seville and Epstein. But it just seems like a wild coincidence. But they're both into that? I've never been to anyone's house who had display glass eyes the only other time i've heard about but these are real eyes being taken was you you heard about the uh the rape of nanking no that's when uh the japanese went to nanking china and just pillaged uh if you uh here you go the Ugh. mass murder of chinese civilians in uh Nanjing, uh, the capital Republic of China, immediately after this battle, it was in the beginning of 1937. And one of the Japanese generals would uh, tell, you know, whoever soldiers would come in, bring me their eyeballs. So they would gouge eyes out and bring it to him. And he had like baskets of human eyes. Oh, fuck. Yeah, dude. but I had a great time in Tokyo, man. It was fucking Is it great? unbelievable. I want to go so bad. It was unbelievable. <laughs> they're they're <laughs> fucking amazing people. And yeah. their food was outstanding. Really? Yeah. Did really you have was. any of that, like, uh, like the sushi that they make documentaries on? You know, like there you get like the real. I went to Omakase and I was there with, um, you know, Philip. Yeah. Philip was there. And we went to a couple of sushi spots and he told me, he goes, I bring in the best the best thing you can buy every day is what I fly in to for his sushi places. Wow. And he goes, the worst thing here is worse than the best thing we can import. Wow. Like that's how other level wow. that quality. Because they don't, like 
the best stuff never makes it to market to be shipped. It all stays in Japan. Oh, fuck, man. Yeah, it's, it's really incredible. Yeah, I would love to go there someday. I, I'd love to go. It just seems so futuristic, too. It just seems insane, like so advanced there. Yeah, so for anyone who doesn't know, Philip is, I'm talking about Philip Lee. He's a, a, a chef, lives here in Austin. He has sushi by scratch, uh, yeah. pasta bar. So good. Not a damn chance. Burger, which is his Those new bur burgers, I, I, this sounds like I'm being hyperbolic. I almost cried when I'm eating it. It's, it was so good. And I was like hungry. And then suddenly you're eating the best And he burger. does the thing that you kind of wish like they're able to do it, which is they have one, there's one product. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You come, you go get the burger. That's it. Yeah. There's not 20 things you can get. Yeah. And you also, get this. you, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm not a gourmet or anything, but you know my expectation for a burger isn't very high. Yeah, like if yeah. I order a burger, and so it's such a weird flex because here's like a kind of basic sure. meal. It's on kids' menus and shit, mm -hmm. and then he, somehow he turns it into this. Yeah, perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. Him and uh, Neen, I believe the the guy, they paired up and they made this burger. It's outstanding, and they have a new thing. They have a bakery called Wolf and Wheat. It's also on six here. Wow. Uh, in Austin. Yeah, it's all, they're all great things. Him and Margarita, his wife, are the the two that develop all these things. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was wild. Um, can't, I can't say enough good things about Tokyo. Did you play Pachinko? No. That's, all, they have these crazy video arcades there that I've always wanted to go to. Really? Like weird games. Like My agent was over there and he's like, uh, what are you doing today? He's like, I'm going to the robot cafe. Yeah. Where you, uh, he went to a cafe where a robot comes up to you and then the person who's like uh, controlling that robot is someone with a disability who's at home. What? So they're at home and then you're like, can I get a coffee? And then this person at home control, like speaks to you through the robot and the robot goes and gets you your coffee and brings it back to you. Wow. So they stay, they're employed right from their house where they cuz they otherwise wow. wouldn't be able to leave yeah that's the future that's the future that's what the future looks also, like also I, I feel like you be on top of this did you are, have you heard about how like the whatever that n more recent um telescope that's way more powerful is basically challenging our entire yeah. knowledge of James the web the web yeah the web that's right um, and that they're like, oh, the Big Bang Theory is probably wrong. Yeah. We think the universe is actually twice its age. Yeah. And it's also, I don't know how many hundreds of times larger than we thought. And you're yeah. like, what I, what I was saying, because like, Christina is really into this stuff. I was like, do you realize that there's somebody or many people who their whole life has dedicated to like really grasping this knowledge? Yeah. And then one day someone's like, yeah, everything that you're an expert in. You're yeah. kind of not really an expert. Yeah, and you were <laughs> wrong. You're, you're wrong. Even though you're a brilliant person, all your studies Everything. are worthless. Wrong. <laughs> it's wrong. fucking crazy. Because you get, like, in the history of, like, civilization, you get, oh, shit, the, the Earth is in the center of the galaxy. We actually, we're going around the sun, which infuriated people. Yeah. Because the implication is, wait, we're not the most important. Mm -mm. And then you get, like, God at Nietzsche, God is dead. And then everyone's like, what the, what do you mean God is dead? They're, and so all you have left is the big bang yeah. as God. Yeah. And then this is like, well, that actually is bullshit too. So the, 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 the fucking floor keeps getting pulled out from under. And this is happening 
you know, in, in terms of historical time, right? Like we think of a long time as like, you know, 40 years, right? Yeah. But in terms of history, 40 years is like yeah. a millisecond. Yeah. So I, I'm just saying like 40 years from now, Forget it. The technology will probably be like, oh, you know that web telescope? Like, that's some fucking dog shit. Don't pay attention to any of that. Yeah, man. Here's this new thing that actually completely, like, we can't even conceive of it. Well, you can't because it's exponential growth. It's like when you're dealing with that, with exponential growth, you can't predict past a certain point. Because the best description I heard is, like, imagine going back in time, find somebody, like, in, like, I don't know who like the highest technology is riding a horse Mm -hmm. and say, okay, what's it going to be like in 2020? Like they're not gonna be able to predict that. They might say it's easier to ride horses, you know, but because they haven't been through the industrial revolution, the technological revolution, but because of AI and, and what's happening right now, they say that in the next two decades, we'll go through the equivalent of every single revolution that transformed the planet over every year every year a new discovery now when people flip out about ai i'm always like yeah but do you realize this is version one like you're blown away by version one yeah i know i mean what's what's version 10 gonna look like because version one is already you're like oh shit i thought that was that person's face and i thought they were saying that and i thought you know you're, you're, you're impressed by it. Yeah. And you're like, this is the absolute base level version of this. This is the Atari 2600. Ab- exactly. This yeah. is Pong. Yeah. And, it's, and you're, and you're shitting your pants at that. Yeah. Just it, that, that is why we're in the coolest time period Imagine ever. if you showed somebody Pong <laughs> and then you should, at the same time you showed that person, you know, the late, the newest Grand Theft Cyber Auto. Or, yeah. They'd yeah. be like, wait, I don't understand. What the fuck yeah. is that? Yeah. So <clears throat> we're, this is what's really cool, man, because we're like on the precipice of the weirdest. It's going to be the weirdest time in human history yeah. is like we're on the precipice of sure. it. And nobody, it, not enough people are freaking out about it. If you ask me, like people understand, like artists are pissed. I think Jeffrey Katzenberg just said 90% of all animation jobs are going to be gone. Uh, and, and, and so all these industries, you, like the, the unemployment is going to be so insane sure because and you could see all these like all these tech companies are doing layoffs right now yeah yeah and why why are they doing layoffs you know if i had to guess at least a few of those layoffs are because they're using an ai to do the job the person was doing yeah dude they think that writers will because you know writers have the big thing like we don't want because you could tell ai to write something yeah and you're like yeah this isn't as good but they're like, yeah, but first of all, this is version one. Yeah. And secondly, what if we just had AI do a bunch of like first drafts and then just had the humans do punch up? Dude. And just totally erase the need for. For as many. You might yeah. need a couple you might of need funny a few, people. But yeah. And then that's going to go away. I mean, the, I just, I was, I was on chat GPT because now they have, I think it's GPT four. And I had like an old sketch I'd written. And so I fed it the sketch and said, can you make a storyboard for this? And like in seconds, using images, it breaks the script down into key moments, draws a storyboard for each of those moments. And, you know, you could say to it, like, this kind of sucks. Can you do it again, but like better? And I'll be like, sure, I'll do much better this time. And then it'll generate another version in seconds. Like the amount of time it takes, like imagine... If you want to get a sketch broken down, you know, you 
it's going to take you at least a couple of days to get good storyboards. Sure. So that's crazy. That just that's crazy. And then, you know, where where it's headed next. Yeah. So also the other one is so with stars, right? People are like, oh, well, you know, AI could uh, put Tom Cruise in something, right? Yeah. And you go, well, Tom Cruise is like, I don't want that done. I don't want you know. I don't. I yeah. don't want you to use my likeness and my image for that. But you're also going to get to the point. Or somebody like him, they'll be like, okay, you, you, you say you don't want that. How about like $500 million? Something, right. some crazy offer? Yeah. And he's going to be like 66 or something and be like, yeah. And they're like, yeah, we're just going to make this movie with your like, Is that cool? Yeah. And he's going to be like, yeah, okay. that's okay. Sure. And that'll be the beginning. They go, well, Tom Cruise gets that. You will give you a little something too to use yours. Yeah. And then you could have a whole film right. with artificial actors well it, it the thing is let's say tom cruise is like no i'm never giving my yeah. likeness that's satanic and yeah. fucked up so you go back to the ai and say can you make a character that's more interesting than tom cruise sure. with tom cruise characteristics Qualities. but he can't look like tom cruise yeah. boom now yeah. you have a better tom cruise yeah. and then i mean the okay so i mean this is as far as i've gotten thinking about this shit right now the paradigm we're in is the algorithm serves up some whatever you're into so whatever that may be TikTok will like give you more and more of what you like see so it's tuning into what you like but it's already it's content that people have made mm -hmm. the next paradigm is the ai knowing what you like makes the content and gives it to you so it's like no one's no humans oh, right. are making it it's just giving you what you want no one's ever seen it before or it's taking pre-existing content and altering it according to sure. your sensitivities, what yeah, you like, what you don't it, like. It starts to learn from like your viewing habits. Yeah. Right? And like he liked 15 minutes to this and he liked, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he watched this one twice and it starts to just cater to your exactly your preferences. That's it. And and then this is happening in VR with some kind of neural interface. So it's not just like experiences you like it's feelings you like it you're essentially get we're going to be in some kind of orgasm machine or it's just going to yeah. be d d dialing in exactly what squeezes the dopamine out yeah. and that's when humanity is like truly captured by technology wow like the way we it's the same way we train dogs it's the same way you get a dog to to fuck your mouth i mean yeah, i can't yeah. imagine how long it took them to train that pit bull that wasn't you know, easy dude it must i I mean, I I applaud them. Yeah. Um, but also, then you're going to be probably in your VR, not even headset, like your 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 pod, right? That you just live in. Yeah. That you don't you don't even like get like you just shit in it. There's a built in, and it probably feeds you. Yeah. And then as you go unconscious, there's a pit bull fucking your mouth, right? Like throughout your sleep. You don't even know they, it. You don't even know, and then you wake up. You're like, I feel recharged, and like. <laughs> I, I got, uh, <laughs> I just got a new job, right? Like your, your brain is going, is having that experience. Dude, I'm only laughing because I forgot like how recharged I felt that yeah, morning. Like yeah. I forgot, like I remember <laughs> yeah. having all this energy and like, yeah. like, like life was, I don't know, was, colors seem brighter. Yeah. Right. It's like falling in love. Yeah. That's what I felt like with the monks. I felt like I fell in love again. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about you that. You forget man. about love. Yeah. I remember that morning walking outside and like smelling a flower and just like, I don't know. It's like I'd first time I ever smelled a flower. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Huh. 
Yeah, we're fucked, man. You know, <laughs> dude, wait, video games. Like, yeah. the, the, like, so right now, I've been addicted to this game called Cyberpunk. It's so good. But it's still, you're walking around all these NPCs, and they always say the same thing. You kind of listen to them talk, but it's like six or seven lines of dialogue that they yeah. say. The moment those things have chat GPT in them, you, which you could just r- probably update games like Cyberpunk so that instead of having pre-written, pre-scripted dialogue for the NPCs, they're now like chat GPT with all these different personalities. Sure. Meaning that you could have friendships with them. Caters right to you though, right? Like Maybe, or the game decides they want, I don't know, whatever yeah. it wants. But, but then this is where it really freaks me out. In, theoretically, NPCs in a game, if you give it permission, will be able to text you in the day. So like when you're not playing the game, you might start getting texts from some NPC that you met in Grand Theft Auto who's pissed or whatever, like, fuck you. Hey, Duncan, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. You better show up. Yeah, yeah. it gets out of the box, you know? And, and, and it starts doing specific, like it starts talking about like your kids and like where they are and you're like, wait, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> I know your fucking kid plays Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, whatever your kids are playing on the, on the, on the PlayStation. Yeah. So that is where the next, like, because all these problems that are starting to happen, that we, it's hard to find a precedent for it, like in human history. So this is going to be another one, which is some kind of madness. Mm-hmm. Like people are going to stop being able to differentiate the, the game from real life because the game is going to be using their their other technology to communicate with them. You know, like, you know, those creepy, when, when your kids were like <clears throat> toddlers, if you get an electronic game or electronic toy, it goes into kind of sleep mode. So you might be playing with some other toy and then all of a sudden it goes, hey, won't you come and play with me? Uh-huh. And then like the kid is drawn back to that. Yeah, It's the same thing, but more sophisticated, more sophisticated. for sure. adults. Like, yeah. come back in here. What are you doing out there? Yeah, That world isn't real. I know, right? This you're gonna, is, you're no. gonna leave a, a, like a restaurant in the video game yeah. and then later on you're gonna be out in the real world and it's gonna like, Hey, hey, thanks for the tip today. And you're going to be like, what? Yeah. You know, like little, like yeah. seductive things to you. Yeah. Right. Man. That you're going to be like, oh shit. Yeah. But you left your glasses here kind of thing. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And it's going to draw you back. Yeah. By the way, Joey Diaz called me the other day. He goes, what's with the fucking glasses? <laughs> <laughs> and I go, I need them. I need them to see. I just. I go, my vision sucks. And I go, I bet he goes, I don't like those glasses. And I, he goes, if you wear those glasses, when I see you, I'm going to break them in front of you. I go, what the fuck? I go, what? I, he go, I go, what am I supposed to wear? Is our different glasses okay? And he goes, get some other glasses. And yeah. I go, okay. He goes, I know you're hanging out with your white friends. <laughs> Wearing glasses. Like, what are you talking about, dude? They're big. Yeah. Cause you, well, you know, I'm a big face. Well, it's kind of like, you know, I don't know. I like your glasses. I like wearing what glass like that, but there is like, they're kind of like CNN. Like, you know what I mean? Like on CNN, I told him I have, I have, I have other ones. So I'm going to send him a series of photos and just find a Joey approved pair. I go, can I send you other photos? And he's like, yeah. 
<laughs> okay. Dude, Warby Parker needs to team up with Joey Diaz to make like like a Diaz brand Warby Parker yeah. glasses. Glasses like that per- Joey doesn't want to break. That he wouldn't like <laughs> break in front of you. Like you're back in high school. I know. So, Joey, I just took these off because I was thinking of you. Dude, I've but- had him do that to me. I was wearing a corduroy jacket once. It was really dumb and I shouldn't have worn it. He's like, look at you. Why are you wearing that? What are you, Zach Galvanakis? And I felt so bad. Like I, it, like I tried to act like it didn't hurt my feelings. Dude, I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I need to see. It's he's powerful, man. Yeah. He's pow- I did. I stopped wearing it. I'll be honest. You did. You t- you yeah, t- I fucking stopped wearing it. <laughs> uh, corduroy with you and your gay friends. <laughs> yeah. like, okay, I guess I'll take it off. <laughs> Oh shit! Because he never does. It. By the way, he, he, like that's a rare thing. Yeah, a, a, a critique like that from him. Like I don't think he's ever. He was so bothered. Yeah, it's intense. Like it's not like he's joking. And then he told me he's like, "I'm coming to see you." I go, "Where? Where are you coming to see me?" He's like, "You're coming to Jersey. Thanks for the invite, cocksucker." And I was like, I, "Oh yeah, sorry. I mean, I got a lot of things go. I didn't. I, it's it's not for another month. <laughs> I'll let you know when closer." No, I'll be there. You don't have to worry about the invite. I'll be there. I'm like, okay, all right. I wish he lived here. Oh, I know. It'd be so great. Everyone's been trying to recruit him and nothing works. Like he loves, you know, people from the from that area, they don't want to leave. No. And he's also, I feel like he's back in his old stomping ground. He's probably like the fucking mayor of that neighborhood. Yes. For sure. For sure. Everybody's for sure. like. Yeah. I get it though. That's cool. I get it. I like it here though. Do you? Do you miss LA? I feel like I like it. Here's the thing. I mean, you and I both long, I mean, I lived there almost 20 years. Um, so it is like very familiar. Yeah. I like going for visits. I'm there. I go all the time. Yeah. So, um, but I don't feel like, oh, I, I, I need to move back. Right. When I, whenever I'm there, I'm not like, I wish I lived here. I, I just like popping in. If you didn't have a family, mm-hmm. would you stay in Austin or move back to LA? I would not move back to LA. Where would you go? Um, I still might keep this as my home base. Yeah. Um, you know, if I didn't have a family, I feel like I might, I might do the thing where I had like a second place somewhere, but I don't know if it would be LA. Right. Yeah. It it creeps me out how little I miss LA. Like it's, it makes me feel like a sociopath. Like, shouldn't I have like more feelings for it? Pining for it or something or, but I, I lived there long enough. Right. And and I, I guess I feel like it, it, had I had it, my time with it, you know, right. I moved on, um, but I still, I you know, there's things I enjoy. There's people there that I still love. Yeah. Um, there's places I enjoy going, restaurants. Yeah. You know, going to the club is still fun, but I don't feel like, man, I need to. But also, like, I mean, the beach is great. We go to the beach when we're there. That's always yeah special. But again. Would I live at the beach? I don't feel like I would live at the beach. I like spending a little time there. Yeah, I don't think I'd want to live at the beach. Yeah. No, that would be, that's, it's also, it's like an. But I have all these fantasies about like uh, retiring abroad. Really? Yeah. Like where? Like Europe. But don't you think you get so lonely out there? Like you. Would, I don't know. Would I? I don't know. It's a cool, I mean, look, that's a cool fantasy. Yeah, it's a, maybe it's just in my head. I don't know. No, it's a cool, I used to, I used to have like a Hawaii retirement fantasy. Yeah, that's what, I don't think I could do that. I don't, 
I don't think I could. Do I don't it. think I could do a, an island. I feel too isolated, even on a big island. Yeah, I just feel like no matter, like, no matter, you know, like Hawaii in particular, you go to some nice resort. It's incredible. If yeah. you're super dumb, you're like, I'm going to live here. And then you go through with it. But if you've ever been to like a grocery store in Hawaii, like go outside, there's a go to a grocery store and you see people who fucked up they're so depressed they're like living in hawaii but it's like now yeah. what you're in a it's like a small town yeah yeah there's no way out no so <clears throat> i but i like here's the thing i like big cities and i also like living with access to a big city right that's what i've learned yeah so i don't know in my mind i could live out like i don't want to live in some remote place that's not my retirement no. fantasy but if you were like you're you live 30 minutes from Rome or like. That'd be cool. Yeah. I think, I mean, Madrid or something. Like, I, I, I don't know. I think I could do that. Would you get like dual citizenship? No, it's too complicated, man. You know, we tried it. We, when we moved up to Asheville, like yeah. we tried to do the small town fantasy. Yeah. I remember when you moved there. Yeah. And I, it was amazing for like six months for six months. You're like, Holy shit. It's so nice. Mm -hmm. I'm like Instagramming pictures of a fire or whatever. Really cheesy. It's like, I'm acting like I'm all chilled out. Yeah. Fucking throw over here. You know what I mean? Like I've, I'm communing with nature. And then you just realize like, fuck you. You can't once you've been corrupted, I don't want to call it corrupted, but once you've been living in a city long enough, it's real hard to shift gears into like just, I'm just going to be out here and watch the wind blow the trees. Yeah. Go fishing, maybe. Go hunting. Yeah, that's got to be in you. You got to want to do that gotta, stuff. Yeah. You, is it, you always end up doing what really you want to do, right? Like you, like one of the things I, I realized about like going to New York, people are like, what do you like to do most when you're in New York? Because I love going to New York. And the the truth is, I just like being in New York. Yeah. Like, I like the energy of the city, right. right? Same thing when I was in Tokyo or Hong Kong. It's like, yeah. I just like the energy of big cities. Yeah. I don't have to have, like, a real game plan for the day of, like, I got to see this and go here and go there. I just like existing with that energy. That is the, there's this differentiation between, like, different energies. That So the cities are considered to be, they're called the modes of material nature. The cities are in the mode of passion, mm -hmm. forest mode of goodness mm -hmm. and then like i don't know like some shithole like if you're like living in like a horrible polluted uh -huh. brutal place that would be the mode of ignorance and so people like us so there's foods that go along with it too spicy foods mode of passion <clears throat> bland foods basically they say mode of passion you eat things that taste good but they make you feel bad later. Uh -huh. Mode of goodness, you eat things that- Don't taste that great. But you feel good later. Yeah. Mode of ignorance, you eat shit and feel like shit later. And so that's- Interesting. People like us, our karma like pulls us into city life. City life, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I can do the forest thing you're talking about and all that, but it has to be temporary. I, it's, it's For me, I can't go like, that's where I would spend all my time. I can't do that. I know, me I either. That. We're trapped. Yeah. I would love it though. God, that'd be fucking. That's like cool. a fantasy, right? A when you fantasy. see the person like living in isolation in the woods and like yeah. chopping their firewood and and all that. I'm like, yeah, that's that seems like a cool weekend. <laughs> like, yeah, but I can't do that. Permanently. Not a life, dude. No, and no. you know, 
that that's the thing with whatever your like that fantasy is. Mine was um when I was younger, not now. It's like I'm gonna go to India, I'm gonna find like a cave, I'm gonna renounce the entire material universe and live like This is a totally believable Duncan Trussell. I, it was real. Yeah. I really fantasize about this, but it's an idiot's fantasy because it's like <laughs> you like yeah, day two in a cave, what do you do? Mm. But then you actually, don't you all, we all feel like well, someone is capable of that. And I think for like our circle, everyone would be like, yeah, Duncan's capable of that. Well, that's sweet. But I mean, I just know I would get so bored. I would be, I, day five, I'm at the pharmacy trying to get ketamine. <laughs> to bring back up to the cave. That's day five. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, you know, have you ever seen that video of, um, it's so weird. There's these Indian soldiers. They're up in the mountains in the snow. They're all bundled up. Yeah, and this dude in a loincloth just comes wandering through the snow because he's one of those ascetics who live up in the caves. But he's like completely naked, Un like the snow wasn't bothering him at all, and he just sort of like wanders by. Did he get like fallow girth and everything? What did he get the girth treatment? The he had a huge. Well, that was yeah. It yeah. was his his penis was trailing in the snow. Oh my god, melting it as he went, just leaving like just a, a, a tiny little creep. Beautiful. It was beautiful. And what did this man say when he got, did he say something? Was there a message from this person that lived? It was. Or just that he's unbothered by the elements? He said to one of the guys, like he looked at his crotch, he's like, I can make it bigger. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I know, man. It's magical out there. I mean, that's the thing. We're in the big city. We miss out on moments like Where's that. Where's your fantasy place to like, you're 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 done working. You don't have to work anymore. Where do you live if you can live anywhere? Full time living though, not like a weekend. Um, I'm you know this sounds so lame. I'm gonna stay here. Really? Yeah, it's like because you know if I'm done working, and in my fantasy of done working, like I have like unlimited resources. Yeah, you do. I can go anywhere I want. So, so I would just like take vacations your, yeah, yeah. and just travel around the world and do stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't really have a place anymore where I think that's where I'm going to be where happy. It is, yeah. I mean, because that's never true. No place is going to make no you happy. No place makes you happy. That's true. It's the company, right? Like the company you keep. Yeah. It's like yeah. You, if you're an asshole, like wherever you go, it you're an there. asshole. <laughs> 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 it doesn't matter. It's true. It's, I mean, that yeah. sucks. Though. You're just you're just an asshole in Munich this week. Yeah, <laughs> dude. There's a there's a story. Um, I'll probably tell it wrong. Some guy comes up to a city. Yeah, he's a traveler. He says to this person at the gates of the city, "What are the people like here?" And the person says, "Well, what were the people like where you came from?" And he's like, "They were fucking dicks. They stole. They lied. I couldn't trust any of them. They're horrible. That's why I'm leaving." And the guy says, "Bad news." The people here are like that too. And then another person came and said, what are the people like here? Well, what were they like where you came from? Very sweet. They were very generous. They were kind. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry I had to leave them. And he's like, then you found a wonderful city because everyone here is like that too. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you ever do that? I wake up in the morning and like, everyone's a fucking dick. I'm mad at everyone, mad at the world, mad mm -hmm. at anyone I pass. And then like, at some point you, real, you realize. Yeah. I'm the dick yeah N nothing out here is malfunctioning it's all me like mm -hmm. that happens to me sometimes sure no i think it happens to all of us very less people admit it right like because you don't really want to admit that it could be you 
Yeah, you know, anytime I hear myself going, what is it, drive like an asshole day? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck, I must be driving like, like an, an asshole. asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Nobody wants to admit that. It's more fun to imagine everyone around you sucks. Yeah, of course, to blame other people. Yeah. Yeah, blaming other people is like, that's human uh, uh, justification 101. It's oh, like, it feels it's, good. Yeah, it feels good. Fucking feels everyone's a dick everyone's These stupid fuckers or you ever world. meet somebody who's had this is my i think the the kind of the more common one you meet somebody who's like working at a let's say a new job and you're like what'd you do before i worked this place it's fucking idiots and they blah 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 and you're like oh that sucks what'd you do before that i worked for another dumb fucking place and they had a bunch of idiots yeah. they wouldn't listen blah, blah blah and you're like oh i have a feeling that that's going to happen at this new job that's right right because like this person will just kind of hop from employer to employer right. and have the same experience. And they never put together that they're the, like they, they've created this narrative that like, I'm smart. Everyone I work for is stupid. Yeah. And this always goes wrong. And it's like. It's sad. Yeah, it's sad. Those it people sad. are in hell. Those True. people are wandering through hell. You just have, like, I, you know, cause the weird reality is anything you're looking at is literally your mind because the phenomena is being filtered through your nervous system, mm -hmm. assembled by your brain. So everything around you is you, meaning mm -hmm. that if you're surrounded by assholes, that's your, your mind is an asshole. Your, your mind's an asshole. Your mind is a that's so true. pulsing asshole. The comedian version of what I'm telling you is, because I've heard it many times, is you'll see someone, maybe you haven't seen them in a while, and they're like, yeah, you know, fucking sucks. You know, I can't get, they don't want people for like me, uh, you know, doing oh, gigs yeah. or getting hired for these things. And you're like, you think that they are singling out your type? Yeah. Like it's, yeah. It, they're like, yeah, I'm a fucking white guy or whatever. You know, they'll have their story of like why things aren't going well. And you're like, interesting that you've, like, because they had to build this up for themselves. Yeah. This story in order to justify well, to, things not happening. Well, it's hard to deal with the reality that I think in any art form, yeah, there's highs and lows, and those lows are your fault, probably. Like right now, it's just not working out. Like you right. kind of aren't funny enough, and you, it's just not working right now. It'll get better, probably. It could get better, but yeah. acknowledging that in yourself hurts. It's very because it, it it's basically a huge slash to your ego. Yeah. Like, yeah. right. Like, and then that can happen. Like you're single. Why isn't this going well? Right. And you, right. That's another ego, but right. You could be like, well, I'm not taking care of myself. I'm, I haven't been working, yeah. uh, you know, you, but you have to create a story to get through today. It's a lot easier to create an external story. Yeah, dude. Than an internal one. Drive all blames into oneself. That that's one of my favorite. It's like a mind training, Buddhist mind training, but. I always remind myself of that. Drive all blames into oneself because anytime I'm blaming anybody else, well, then you start trying to change the people around you. That's And that's a futile oh, exercise for God, sure. God, but oh God, man. And it's such so many ear beatings you'll end up giving to people who don't give a fuck about what you're saying. <laughs> that's <laughs> true. Oh, they don't care. And you're just Please, eating their I ear know. with this like, and they're that. They're all in there. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know what gives a shit? Uh, no, they're great. Um, yeah, man, it's brutal. And, um, you know, in that line, have you noticed this? There's a thing. 
it's like, okay, you know, like there's secret handshakes and stuff. Oh, do I? So there's this secret handshake people do now. I don't know if you've noticed this and maybe I'm just uh, like applying this to the world when it's only happened to me a few times where certain sort of person will come up to you within seconds of talking will be like, is it, aren't things horrible right now in the world? Mm -hmm. And if you don't go, yes, my God, what a terrible world. They think you like Trump. Have <laughs> 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 you noticed that? That is so funny. I, what I noticed, what I couldn't, I almost had um, like embarrassment for myself in the moment that you were setting up this question in that I think human beings also, we do this thing where you match, you try to match someone's take at the moment. Yeah. So when people, like whenever someone comes in, they're like, oh man, things are fucked up. I'm always like, ah, yeah. Right. And I, I'm not even thinking that, but I, right. Or and then if somebody is like super happy, you kind of try to match that. Yeah. About right. how great, oh, I'm so happy for you. Yeah. Like they're right. happy. They're like, that's great. No, you're right. It, it puts you in an awkward situation. It does. It's... But the the one that is actually, I feel like it's not productive. It's definitely not like you're not doing yourself or anyone any favor yeah. is when you embrace someone's like negative take on things. Yeah. Like everything sucks. Right. And oh, you yeah. go like, yeah. And then what you do is you search for what sucks. Yeah. Even though it wasn't in your mind. Yeah. So now you're like putting out this like. Yeah shitty energy yeah because you just want to be like polite it's gross to who met you or who you're talking to you're it's essentially like you're like you're like giving each other negativity hand jobs yeah. or something you're just like trying to find something bad yeah in the like world. me too and you're yeah but have you even or you try to one-up the person's whatever they say sure. like, oh yeah that's fucking bad but did you hear you want to hear some real shit pakistan just launched missiles into fucking iran i did that to you <laughs> that's sorry <laughs> yeah, it's all right it's okay no but like yeah then it, what it does is like i don't know it also makes you question when that thing happened in the moment it makes you question oh i think it's like it's a very split second thing you're like i should be more concerned about some of these things happening right that i'm not letting occupy my my mind or my yeah. energy so maybe i'm a dumber or 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 right. less worthy because i'm so caught up in things that don't matter meanwhile there's fucking missiles being launched right yeah that should be what i'm occupied with or but i mean okay so if paranoia and fear and negativity protected people from missiles no one would have died in that's war. true so if you're gonna get blown up by a missile, like be in a good mood. Why not just be in a great mood and not even know it's coming? I mean, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Go in a bomb shelter? Can you play that guy, Zolo, the military guy? That just popped. Can you find him real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? This is I I gotta I just This was like a clip I saw of this guy. It just made me think of this and and his take on things. It just this is a, I don't know. I, I guess the argument you could make is that you need people like this. Right. Um, the guys who are like down for real battle. Right. Okay. Oh, Jesus. I killed about 10,000 Chinese and North Koreans with mortar fire and artillery fire because there was a lot of targets, the best way to put it. And uh, plus with... Uh, a rifle fire and hand grenades, I killed another 400. Plus, I'm the 
uh, top soldier in hand-to-hand -hand combat in America. I've killed 20 people in hand-to-hand -hand combat. Uh, wow. I had a bad sense of humor, the best way to put it. Uh, I could have shot several people, but I beat them to death with my rifle. Instead, I uh, I kind of liked their rat on their cage. Yeah. They, uh, I just got I just got good at that stuff. Yeah. And then my kid brother was killed in action in Korea, and I re-enlisted immediately. To me, it was just some stranger killing my brother, not an enemy, and uh, I made up a mind I was going to kill a lot of people, which I did. I almost knew the, uh, I didn't make friends easy. Uh, the only person I was, had with me was a radio man, and I lost eight of them, three killed and, and five wounded. And then I had to send four back because they couldn't cut it. They uh, just panicked too much, afraid of dying. They were like, please, can you stop beating people to death? Just shoot them. I mean, out of this clip, I just, I've, I've been fascinated by it. Just to, I think it's just to hear somebody speak kind of casually about it. I mean, you know, well, they, that's, the, those are the realities of war. I'm not trying to say that's not what happens in every war, but you also, you rarely hear somebody, I think, have that type of conversation about it, you know? They need, first of all, they need to remix it with happy music playing instead yeah. of that. It's not yeah. fair that the dramatic music it is really, forcing a conclusion about what he was doing. And also it's also forcing a conclusion about how he feels about it. Cause I don't think he feels very somberly about the whole thing. No, right? he misses it. He misses it. He wants to get back there. If, if, if like, if he, if, if he was a young man, if there is a hell yeah, and he ends up in hell, yeah. he will start beating <laughs> demons to death happily in hell do you mean he'll rattle their cage oh just rattling your cage a little bit as <laughs> i beat your head i've to never a heard that expression used for that <laughs> rattle their cage a little bit and it's you know a weird sense of humor yeah, ah, this I, is a dad joke uh, baby yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah i i don't i i think um this guy's a, by the way this is a medal of honor recipient. yeah like he's he's a you know as highly awarded and regarded by the, the military as you can be. Yeah, I don't think people want to deal with the reality. Of war? That there are people like that who are out there right now while we're just, you know, having fun on a podcast. Yeah. There's people like that who are like, yeah, I have to rattle some cages today or some awful shit will happen in my country. I mean, I don't know, man. I Like, it's hard for me. The other thing is you always, you don't, you picture somebody who has done or does that kind of thing having a certain appearance to them. Yeah. And this just looks like your friend's grandpa, you know? Oh, yeah. I would not, like, if I went over I'd to like, my this friend's This is Josh's house, grandpa. Yeah. yeah. I, w I wouldn't even pay attention to him. I wouldn't be like, think oh, about it at all. He'd be like, you want to hear a story? Yeah. <laughs> <You're> like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a bad sense of humor? And you're like, uh-huh. Oh, you love this one. <laughs> you like this one. You love this one. I <laughs> fed a man his own heart. <laughs> I could have shot him, but I like to kind of tussle with him a little bit, you know? His radio operator's just puking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, stop! 
<laughs> He's like, the thing is, back then I was a, I was a bit of a rascal. <laughs> You're like, yeah, that is very rascally. There's behavior. a way you could pull out a man's eyeball and show himself like a mirror. I used to do that while I was yanking their teeth out. <laughs> He's like, you guys want a hot cocoa? And you're like, yeah, this sounds good. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Your grandpa's wild, dude. Yeah. Have a banana. <laughs> okay. I peeled a man's dick once like a banana. <laughs> Just rattled his cage. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking crazy, right? Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Woo. Well, yeah. that's cool, though, man. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a real guy, man. <laughs> what are we What are we gonna do? You gonna try to make everyone live the way you live? No. Some people they they need that. By the way, thank God, thank God, this man had a path he could channel what was in him. Yes. To like if if there wasn't a war at the time, yeah. if there isn't like somewhere to enlist and like an enemy to right. take this out on. This guy doesn't just go work at Ford Motor, no. right? He does he's not just changing tires. No. He's doing some some other shit to get it out. Yeah, man, like that guy's not a greeter mm -mm. at Walmart. No fucking way. But, you know, this is actually one of the like because sociopaths are predictable. Mm. Like apparently there's some percentage of humans that are show up as sociopaths. There's all this like yeah. evolutionary psychology. Why? Why, why do they exist in one of the, I guess, one reason could be that you, in the past, even maybe now, we needed people like that. You needed someone who didn't care about killing things. Sure. Who didn't have like human compassion the way normal people do to go out and like hunt and go out and fight, you know, so. These are people whose, you know, their heart rates aren't elevated at by all. things that make us all have adrenaline spikes and they end up being really good at certain things. Like you could have them be a fighter jet pilot. You can yep. have them be a race car driver. Yep. Um, you can have them, you know, sometimes they are playing high level sports. Sometimes they're in the corporate world. Sometimes they're in the military. Sometimes and they're surgeons. Surgeons absolutely have a, um, a, a disproportionate number. Yeah. Uh, they're not affected by the loss of life in front of them. Yeah. And then sometimes they're the fucking Green River Killer, you know? That's right. Yeah. So. That's right. Sometimes they're out there just strangling basic yep. bitch. And then they're like, killing. <sighs> yeah. I want to have a sandwich. Dude, I guess it's like, you know, there's people, you know, there has to be. There's people out there who aren't comedians. Yeah. Who are probably a hundred times funnier. Oh, without than a doubt. Any comedian You've working right now. Yeah. And and but they're working some weird job. They 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 don't want. They it hasn't occurred to them that it could work out for them. Sure. So I guess like that's that guy is like a professional killer. serial killer. Yeah. And there's all these like hobbyist serial killers out there who haven't figured out a way to make money doing what they love. Sure. Which is. <clears throat> Do you think a serial killer watches that clip and they're like, Jesus Christ, this guy's good. Like. Yeah. It feels better. Yeah, he watched like maybe maybe there's like something where like a, a, they think something's a little off, you know, because yeah. of the way they've been beating strangers to death, and then they see that and they're like, oh, well, yeah. okay, I'm not alone in this yeah. world. And look at Gramps, he's all right, dude. He, he probably gets letters from serial killers who are like, thank you, I was yeah. gonna kill myself, but you yeah. made me realize that it's okay to I'm rattle the, cages. I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Whoa, man. that is wild though, That's man. A, it's a good descriptor. 
Yeah. Yeah, just rattling some cages. I mean, you know, I think when you try to figure out what it's like to be a sociopath, it it is the way you play Grand Theft Auto. Like if you ever just you're bored, you're playing. I don't know if you've even played. That I haven't before. played it in years, but I, yeah, I remember. You play it any game like that, and you just get bored. Yeah. And you're like, you know, I'm just gonna start running over people yeah. and see if I can get away from the cops. Yeah. And then you turn the video game off. You never think about it again. Right. It's that I think they're right. that way, but with people, people they're just like ah bored. Right. right. And you have to like tell them like, do you remember when you ran that person over? And they're like, yeah. Yes, Spokane. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I was visiting. I was visiting my cousin Julie up there. Yeah. Jesus Christ. How'd that, per that person make it? And they're like, no, they're dead. Like, oh. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I hit them real hard. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's how they, <laughs> if you see like, you know, I, there's a YouTube video comparing people fake crazy and real crazy, uh -huh. like in an interrogation. Sure. And the fake crazy people are always like, oh, there's voices. and uh, uh, They're yeah. like, the real crazy person, it was just like what you're saying. They're, they're interrogating this dude. And they're like, so what'd you do? And he's like, yeah, I, I just took these kids and got them in my car, tied them up and just drove them out and beat them to death. And just calm, not yeah. sad about it. I'm like, why? I just wanted to. That's a sociopath. And that person might, like, can, can like, that's legally insane. Because mm -hmm. they don't know consequence. They don't sure. have any sense that this is wrong at all. Yeah, it's really a... Yeah, they got, I remember I saw an interview with this, uh, it was about they're trying to find this serial killer, I think in San Francisco. And it was this guy who had a stutter, like a notable stutter. And when they, you know, they were collecting all the evidence and they finally interrogated him, they were like, um, why did you, did you kill so-and-so? And he was like, yeah. And they go, why? He's like, so I could have sex with her. And they were like, okay. And then did you, did you kill this other girl? And he's like, yeah, and they go, why? And he goes, so I could have sex with her. And so like they kept asking, and it was always the same. And then they said he would uh, he would lose his stutter just in like some of the moments where he would describe what he was doing. It just like released it for him, and then he'd go back to his stutter. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. That's fucking crazy. So like that's the way to cure stuttering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the King speech part two. Yeah. Is that him? Uh, there you go. I had a pretty good memory. David Carpenter. Yeah, you always find ne oh, neglect and abuse. Severe So stutter. sad. Yeah. Mm. Oh, my God. It's yeah. always that. It's always a shit parent behind the... Yeah. for Usually for the like the really, really violent monsters, you never find any case where they don't have neglect or abuse. I think, isn't there some argument that Dahmer had pretty good parents or that it was like a kind of a normal... Some, I don't think he was abused. Yeah. But they, it was pretty, I think it's pretty well documented that he was pretty neglected. Like neglected. Not, not so much where you would think that this is what would come of it. Right. Yeah. But I don't know. He was a, he was a bit of a rascal himself. Dahmer was a yeah. rascal. He had a weird sense of humor. He did. He was kind of... Yeah. yeah. Like he probably cracked that guy up with some of the stuff he did. Yeah, he was a knucklehead. He was a knucklehead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, lots of funny tricks. <laughs> yeah, some say that he was even a goofball. You know? Yeah, I, he. Oh yeah, for sure, he was a wild goofball. <laughs> you never. <laughs> I remember I did a podcast with. Uh, it's still one of my favorite podcast moments ever with the guy that tracked and uh, was part of the team that got Escobar. You know, in in Colombia. Yes. 
And I was like, yeah, Escobar is a real goofball. He goes, goofball? And I go, <laughs> I go, I tried to keep it together. I was like, yeah. He goes, Pablo Escobar? And I go, yeah. He goes, you think he was a goofball? <laughs> I go, wasn't he? He's like, yeah, I don't know if I would exactly use that term <laughs> to describe it. A narco-terrorist <laughs> responsible for tens of thousands of murders. I was like, oh, okay. Goofball. Well, I think we wrapped up after that. He was like, oh, right, my thanks. God. That's uh, hilarious. Yeah, that's fucking so funny. God, that's great. Yeah, that's yeah. other. You know, that's the thing, man. It's, uh, that's it. Goes back to what we were talking about before. People like that want you to zoom in to their reality, to live in their reality. And the moment you're outside of it, they get pissed and offended. It's yeah. like, why? He was a fucking goofball. He was kind of goofy. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he was fun. I mean, you talked. I mean, I've seen the interviews with his son. He was like, he's a great dad. I love him as a dad. You know, yeah. he wasn't the best citizen, but he was a good dad. Right. And he liked to have a good time. Yeah. He, I mean, he had a fucking zoo at the house. If you have a zoo at your house, you're fun. And he's also, I guess you would have to say, he's courageous. Yeah. I oh, mean, he had big old balls. Yeah. Like that, like, you know, we're all hanging out here in default reality. Yeah. We follow laws. We do what we're supposed to. We pay taxes. But just outside, there's people like him like, I don't want to live like that. I'm not following your rules. That is so weird. When you have the government, like the whole entire, imagine the the government of an entire country is out to get you. And your response is to send tanks into like the Supreme Court. I mean, <laughs> that's Holy fucking shit. brazen, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you're not like, all right, you got me. <laughs> that never occurs to him. If you, we all die yeah. and realize like we're just at the mall in the future mm -hmm. and this is some video arcade. We're all fucking kids and we decided to play human reality simulator. Then when we're all back in the video arcade, whoever yeah. was doing Pablo Escobar, we're going to be like, that was fucking incredible. That was wild, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, you were um, like, I, I was, I was just some fucking comedian. Yeah. I had a podcast. You were driving tanks into the Supreme Court. Fucking setting off bombs and shit. High and, score. That's a high score. Oh, yeah. Like, that's the one you see the score, and you're like, how does anyone get that score? That's it. Pablo Escobar. Pablo Escobar. All right, listen, we got to wrap up, but you can see Duncan Trussell. He'll be at Helium in St. Louis, February 22nd to 24th. He'll be at Hyenas in Dallas, April 12th and 13th. Um, it's always so much fun to see you. Great to see you, man. I love hanging out with you. I love you. hanging out with you. We should get, uh, we should get together again and, uh, you know, Bring the kiddos and yes, yeah, we'll for sure. Time. Let's do it. Uh, Thanks. Get your tickets at duncantrussell.com. Thank you guys. We'll see you next time. Bert and Tom, Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave.